Welcome to the William Holden Wildlife Foundation podcast with Stephanie Powers. Stephanie's acting career has spanned over 50 years, from the last days of the studio system to television, including her beloved series, Heart to Heart, and stage productions on and off Broadway and in the West End of London. Her other career, and the one that has prevailed alongside that of her profession, is as president and founder of the William Holden Wildlife Foundation. I can't remember a time in my life when animals were not present. First the family pets, then everything that fell out of a tree or was hit by a car was brought to my mother for care and rescue. But it was growing up under the influence of my stepfather, who bred racehorses and collected exotic animals, that was the turning point in my life. He was determined to imbue me with a full understanding of the responsibilities required of people who take into their care, for benefit or for pleasure, wild or domestic animals. To emphasize his point, when I was very young, he took me to the holding pens at a slaughterhouse where we saw horses, young, old, beautiful, ugly, all there because someone in their life did not accept the required full responsibility. It was a tough lesson, but an indelible one. It was a natural extension to those formative years that sometime later I would walk into a pet shop in West Hollywood, California, and discover an eight-week-old Malaysian sun bear being sold as a curiosity. After verbally chastising the owner for dealing in what was obviously the illegal animal trade, selling an infant, wild animal, whose future would no doubt end in tears— He suggested that if I felt so passionate about the bear, I should buy him myself. It was a challenge I couldn't refuse. So I did. I brought the baby home with enough formula to nurse him until he would transition to fruits and proteins. Much to the surprise of my housekeeper, I installed Eugene in the kitchen to play with my Yorkshire Terrier and my Doberman Pinscher and waited to break the news to my husband. He arrived and went straight to the shower, and uh, when he came out, I served him a stiff drink, and I broached the subject with a less-than-subtle question. "'You like bears, don't you?' I asked. He looked at me with astonishment, and I promptly produced our new charge." There were many adventures and many changes of house during Eugene's 12 years with me as his protector. He was a remarkable creature who was untypically gentle for his species and never lost the imprint of his infancy spent as a member of my family. During my journey with Eugene and the countless dogs, horses, cats, and my 38-year relationship with my yellow-nape parrot called Papuga, I've learned an enormous amount about the human-animal bond that has supported us throughout history, and I've benefited more than anything else from the privilege of sharing my life with them. Eugene opened the door to the wonderful world of wildlife for me, but it was my relationship with actor, conservationist, and the love of my life, William Holden, that took me to East Africa. 
where unbeknownst to me at the time, I would make a lifelong commitment to wildlife conservation and the protection of flora and fauna. Bill was a conservationist long before the word was in our popular vocabularies. At the beginning of the 1960s, he and two partners established the first game ranch in East Africa for the purpose of breeding and protecting some 37 species whose future existence would become so threatened that some would only be visible in zoos. After Bill's death in 1981, I established the William Holden Wildlife Foundation with the help of his two partners in Kenya. The idea was to back up the ongoing preservation work of the Game Ranch, now a wildlife conservancy, with an education program for locals. Currently, our center serves approximately 11,000 students a year, and our outreach program extends itself to rural populations through primary and secondary schools in six locations. In between the activities of my acting career, I've devoted years earning my stripes in the field and on the front lines of wildlife conservation. I created the Jaguar Conservation Trust for Jaguar Motor Company, which set a groundbreaking precedent in the automotive world by being the first car manufacturer to dedicate itself to the preservation of the species it uses as its name and logo. I've operated the JCT for five years, giving small grants to grassroots conservation done by indigenous people in Belize, Guatemala, and Costa Rica. I'm a dedicated activist for the preservation and protection of the American wild horse, and I've served on the boards and advisory boards of three zoos in the United States and the Species Survival Program of the East African Bongo. Throughout my life, I've seen human beings use and abuse the natural world and all its living creatures. We call ourselves the top of the food chain and seemingly wallow in the privileges of that top dog position, as if it's our birthright to exploit all within our grasp. We only need to look at the lessons of history to assess what man and womankind have done by serving ourselves to all that this magnificent planet has afforded us. I salute my many colleagues who are wildlife warriors in the battle to preserve what we are losing at an alarming rate. And I ask you one question. If all the species of flora and fauna that makes our world unique in our solar system contributes to our environment, what is our role if not as caretakers? It's a question we must contemplate as populations across the world become increasingly urban and self-centered far less connected to the natural world around them from which life is formed and sustained. Steel, cement, and glass cannot replace jungles, trees, and shrubs. The young look at a package of meat from the market and make no connection to the animal from which it comes. Our planet is a living, breathing thing rapidly disappearing in front of our very eyes. How can we unite our neighborhoods, our cities, our states, and our countries 
to join the fight to resuscitate our spaceship, Planet Earth. In future podcasts, we will explore the journey I've taken through the past 40 years since creating the William Holden Wildlife Foundation that will include updates on some of the current issues that urgently need attention, from species in crisis to the solutions for the tragic loss of habitat and what is being done to deal with these subjects. I hope you'll come along for the ride and climb aboard. For more information on how you can become a part of the William Holden Wildlife Foundation, go to our website, whwf.org. And remember, wildlife is the echo of our own existence. This is Stephanie Powers. <laughs>